Hey guys, welcome to this Wednesday's episode. This episode is about something I've actually wanted to talk about for a long time. Body dysmorphia. Stay tuned. Hey guys, want to hear a story all about me? Hi, I'm Jody. This is my podcast all about my weight loss journey, the triumphs and the sorrows that all surround it. My wonderful dogs, my loving and supporting family. I love my beer and wine, guys. I'm pretty nerdy and I'm pushing into my 40s. This is my podcast, Losing and Gaining More of Jody. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, how is it going on this Wednesday, January 22nd? I'm actually excited. I am doing my podcast in my bedroom. Absolutely nobody is home, so nobody can interrupt me, hopefully. But uh, yeah, it's kind of exciting. Normally, I don't know if you guys listen in depth, but I record in my car, uh, mainly because... I feel like I can get my thoughts out that way, which is, it's a, it's, it's a relaxing time right after work where all my thoughts gather and seems like the best place that it has been. So today, however, I'm going to try something different and record from my bedroom and pray that nobody interrupts me. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. But today's topic I've been nervous um, about this topic, but excited about this topic because it's something that has hit home very, very hard with me, and that is body dysmorphia. And if anybody knows what that is, it's when you look in the mirror, basically zoning in on your flaws. It is a, if I bring up the, let me make sure I bring up the correct definition. Um, It is people with this disorder may frequently examine their appearance in the mirror, consistently compare their appearance with that of others, and avoid social situations or photos. It is a mental illness involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in appearance. The flaw may be minor or imagined, but the person may spend hours a day trying to fix it. The person may try cosmetic procedures or exercise or to excess. Okay, so that is the textbook definition of body dysmorphia. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because I suffer from this a lot. Um, it definitely has something that goes into my OCD diagnosis, um, but which I'm actually thinking about maybe trying to do an episode about my OCD. But I really wanted to talk about this because recently I actually have been thinking about it a lot lately. And um, if you obviously have heard my podcast, I recently last year lost a ton of weight and maintained it for a little while and then gained a lot of it back. And when I was heavier, I really suffered from body dysmorphia and actually diagnosed with it 
from the therapist at the time um, because it kind of went right into with my OCD. And with that, what I would do, and I remember this so vividly when I was 265 pounds constantly, guys, looking at myself in the mirror, looking at myself in a reflection, uh, taking pictures of myself and zoning in on these things. And I would nitpick every little possible thing that was wrong with me. And I'm talking scrutinize and tear myself apart, but I would always focus on certain areas of my body. If you see my Instagram page or if you know me personally, I tend to zone in on my hips and my lower stomach. Those are the things that I feel the most insecure about. And one of my hips, it's my right side, is actually actually sticks out a little further. Um, I've I've never actually went to a doctor and got it looked at thinking maybe it's something to do with my bones or whatever. Um, but I, I, I tend to pick apart that area the most. Um, when I actually touch it, it feels more like the muscle and the bone is sticking out more than the other side. So I would constantly, constantly stretch that bone out and stretch and, and exercise that area more than the other. And it was this, it was, all of these things were a start to the body dysmorphia. Um, I always was like, okay, at 265 pounds in my head, when I looked at the mirror, I thought literally guys, I was like 500 and whatever pounds. Um, I never saw myself for who I was. Although I was told, you know, for your weight, you really carry it well which I always thought was the weirdest, weirdest comment to tell somebody when they are at that time, I was considered morbidly obese. Um, or I believe at that time, of course, the, the chart nowadays have changed, but not morbidly obese, excuse me. It was more like just over obese. Okay. Um, so what I saw in the mirror obviously was not me. And I really worried about what everybody else was thinking. So I was constantly asking people, hey, what do I look like? Can you give me details? And of course, everybody wanted to be polite. And I understand that because you really, you know, it's hard to tell somebody, hey, you know, not doing really well. Um, so that started the body dysmorphia for me. Um, the OCD played a lot into it. Um, if you have OCD, I you can understand that, you know, you pick apart little things, you have rituals. There's a lot more to OCD than just habits and obsessive compulsive cleaning and things like that. Um, there are actually a lot of different types of OCD, which I, I'm actually thinking on from do a podcast on this guys. But I really wanted to talk about, so about the fact that when I was heavier, I thought I was a lot heavier than I was because of the image in my head. But then I got skinny and still thought I was big. Um, I would still buy bigger clothes than I probably needed at the time because, and I don't want to say skinny, I want to say healthy, um, healthier, a healthier weight. Um, I still saw myself as that person 
when people were like, wow, you've lost all this weight and you look so skinny and you, I can see your abs, I can see your arms, your legs are muscular, blah, blah, blah. All in my head, I thought, oh, thank you. But I was really thinking, guys, I still look like what I did before. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get what you're seeing. And it was all in my head about what I was thinking, what I was seeing, but I could not accept the fact that I had lost weight. The only thing in my head was I haven't lost enough weight and I still see my hips are still big and I still I, I see that my my stomach is huge and of course I had a lot of loose skin from losing weight. Um, not as much as some people have lost, but I still I had a lot of loose skin in my legs and I saw a lot of loose skin in my stomach and my arms and it was those things that I kept focusing on. It's like a an image of what you see is not what it really is. And it was really, you know, discouraging and it honestly fueled a lot of my OCD tendencies because I had to make sure that I was working out harder and not eating as much and exhausting myself and getting really hard on myself and and nitpicking all the little things and oh my gosh is 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 this person going to see this if I wear these jeans and and is my boyfriend going to think that I'm beautiful although he tells me I'm beautiful but I can't see it so I don't believe it And it really played a toll on me and enough of a toll where I started to give up. And I I didn't see myself as the, at the time, 156 pound woman I was. I still saw myself as the 265. And sometimes I saw myself as the 500 that I thought I was when I was 265 pounds. And I was just like, blown away about how I could see I could see myself in the mirror but not really truly see myself and all the hard work I put in and it was discouraging and I overworked myself enough where I didn't form healthy habits I did not have a good relationship with food I was preaching to all these people and helping them out to lose weight, but I wasn't living the motto that I was that I was preaching to these people because I know in my head, what I need to do to lose weight, and I know what to do to maintain weight. And I felt like I was lying. I honestly felt like I was lying. I wasn't portraying the person I really was. Uh, My mind was not telling me, hey, you've lost all this weight. You are kicking butt and rocking it, dude. Like, be proud of that. I simply wasn't. Um, And then to fast forward today, I'm heavier than what I was. I'm, you know, I weighed myself, which I will give an update about how I'm doing soon, but I'm heavier than I was. I've gained some weight back. And the weirdest thing is, is now that I've gained weight, I still feel, I look in the mirror and think that I'm I'm still that 156 pound person and I am nowhere near it. So it's crazy how your mind works. When you're at your heaviest, you think you're heavier, right? And this is my mind. This is, you know, anybody else suffering from body dysmorphia might be thinking something different. But in my mind, when I was 265 pounds, I thought I was 500. 
But then when I was 156 pounds, I thought I was 265. And now that I've weighed myself and I'm heavier than I was, I I still felt like I was back to 156 again. I'm like, wait, what is going on in my mind? How in the world am I thinking that I'm still this small person, right? It's it's crazy how your mind works. It's crazy how you see, you see yourself but don't feel like that's you. But you can touch yourself and you can feel that you're, you know, a certain way. But your mind is saying, no, 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 wait, hold up. So I kind of researched and did some things that I saw online and how to, I don't want to say treat, but make the body dysmorphia not so predominant. And a couple of things that I saw were pretty elementary, which is, I'm surprised at actually how cool this is, is, okay, so you stand in front of a mirror and you take picture and and you and you see look at the picture and see what you are and you look at it and you you point out exactly what is good about yourself and so I look and it's it's you're looking at your physical appearance so yes it's I'm not saying it's a vapid thing to do but you look at it and you say okay I like And then you fill in the blank. So I said, I like my neck, which sounded really weird. But I was like, I like my neck because out of everything in my body, it's the one thing that I can see definition in that I really truly feel enhances my cheekbone, like enhances my jawline, excuse me. It carries my head, which is the most important part of your body. It carries my shoulders that is connected to it. It's strong. It's I have a strong neck. Kind of weird. But you take the simplest thing and you make sure that you enhance the good things about it. And from there, the next week or next day, depending on when I'm having this body dysmorphia is at my highest peak, I say, I like my, I like my ankles. My ankles are strong. My ankles carry me to where I need to go. My ankles have definition, okay? Um, You take things that you see about yourself and you put it in a positive spin. And so every time I want to think negative, like for an example, my fat on my stomach, okay? I look at that and instead of saying my fat on my stomach, I say my stomach. It holds the food that nutritions my body. Um, I like the, my belly button on my stomach. It's an innie. It's cute. You know, I like it. Um, my belly holds scars from when my life was saved when I had an emergency appendix. That saved my life. I like my scars. I have nothing against my scars. So I think that's one thing that has helped me currently look at myself and think of myself in a different light uh there's a few other things that they say online you know medications can help and things like that but I mean to each their own on medications but currently I'm on no medications at at all for any kind of like anxiety depression etc which I I'm trying to maintain that 
to each their own on your medications. I'm not preaching one way or another, but for my own self, I'd rather not be on medication. If I can do something else and enhance my mind and my cognitive thinking in a positive way, I would rather do that than drug myself. And I'm just being honest because that's just me. That's just how I want to do it. You need to do it the way you want to do it. Um, Another thing that I saw is that you take yourself and you place it up against a wall in front of a piece of paper. And you have another person draw an outline as close as they can around your body. Now, when you do that, the only thing you can see is the outline of your body. And that shows you the actual image of yourself without looking at a picture and zoning in on those areas. You're just looking at the outline of your picture, okay? That's one thing that I think has really helped me too because it's somebody else drawing the line, but it's me seeing the outline of my body for what it really is, not from a mirror, not from a picture. It is showing myself what I truly am. It is concrete information. It is a factual thing that you can look at and be like, hey, I didn't tweak my appearance a little bit to make my booty look bigger or uh, lift myself up so that my stomach was flatter. No, this is an outline of my own image. And that's really helped me with that body dysmorphia. So that's a little bit about what I wanted to talk about. I don't know if it'll help anybody out there. But it's crazy how your mind can play total tricks on you. Um, I will say that I'm slowly getting better with it. Um, I put away all of my clothes that I can no longer fit into that are when I was lighter. I've also put away all the clothes that I can't fit into when I was heavier. And... They're out of my mind, out of my vision. I wear what I can. Um, Yeah, that is a way to track your progress, and I absolutely love it. But I don't want it to have it out to remind me of where I was. I am my own motivation, but in a way, that was causing me to feel worse about myself. Like, wow, look at what I did. I I gained weight back. Um, But, you know, the thing is, is that I will pull those pieces out, and I have them once I kick butt and get right back to it. So, all right, I'm going to switch this episode up a little bit. I wanted to give you guys a complete update and let you know what's going on. So last or this past Sunday or Saturday, excuse me, I weighed myself. I am currently down from when I first weighed myself, which was, um, and I record this on my phone, so I'm sorry if you hear any like little click clicks, but I want to make sure I'm giving you guys the correct information. So, when I first started my journey, December 29th, which was a very slow process of starting, I was uh, 203 pounds, 203.4. Um, I weighed myself January 11th, was 198.6. And I weighed myself this past Saturday, and I was 196.9, guys. So, I know that... The skill is not the only way to measure success, but I wanted to give you an update, a factual number update. I have lost weight. With that being said, I want to be honest about how things are going. So, Saturday, got up, went to the gym. Sunday, absolutely freaking lazy, did not do a damn thing. 
Monday, lazy again, did not do a damn thing. Yesterday, I was in so much pain from the arthritis. Now, guys, I started to have an arthritis in my foot. It has moved to my ankle. It has moved to my hip and now on my shoulder and my elbow all on my right side. I really need to get to the doctor and figure out, okay, what's going on? Is this normal? Is this not? Why is my right side affecting me more than my left? I have absolutely no pain on my left side, guys. It's my right side, which is, I don't, I don't get it. Um, it's the exact same pain as my arthritis in my foot. So I'm assuming that the pain is arthritis that is in my hip and my knee and my elbow and my shoulder. I just really need to get to the doctor. That's my fault. I will be doing that. Um, but yesterday I was in so much pain because I had not been moving. Now, one of the things with arthritis is, is that weight loss and a good diet, balanced diet and movement are three things that you can do to be able to help your arthritis. The other thing is obviously taking anti-inflammatory medication, which I just take over the counter ibuprofen, which seems to be helping as long as I keep up with the dosages. If I skip a dosage, then that's not good. The, th- the other thing is, is that uh, I've been taking glucosamine. Um, I am a firm believer that it helps. Well, when I run out of it, I can definitely tell a difference. Um, but the thing is, is that because I'm not moving and haven't moved since Saturday, I'm hurting. And I know it's not an excuse because obviously if I move, I feel better. And I let the pain get the better of me. So yesterday I did not work out. Now the other thing is, and I want to make sure I take accountability, guys. Because, you know, this is my podcast and I want you guys to know that I'm in this with you. I'm not perfect. I'm not a spokesperson or a supermodel. I'm just a person that's trying to do the best that she can do. Uh, But my eating, okay. Bought all this food. Did not meal prep this week and I have skipped breakfast a couple of days because I'm having to take take medicine that hurts my ulcer that is causing me pain blah 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 basically it's a vicious cycle it's my fault I know I I know that the only way to succeed is to plan and plan ahead and I didn't do it so this morning I was like nope not gonna do it again so I decided that I would get up get myself some breakfast I wasn't crazy hungry so I got myself a protein shake which was delicious and I made sure that I planned for lunch because I have noticed a pattern that if I don't eat breakfast don't eat lunch and then I pig out at night and I'm not moving so hello where's the weight come from is being sedentary and not moving your body. Uh, So anyway, with all that being said, I know what I need to do. The good thing is, is that every day is a new day. Every day you can change. If there is something that didn't work for you for the day before, you can get your butt up and do the right thing and have a better day. And I will tell you guys that After the slap in my face last night when I couldn't sleep because I was in a lot of pain because I hadn't moved for a while, that was enough of a slap in the face to be like, Jody, seriously, smack your hand, get your butt going, tomorrow's a new day, do what you need to do. 
And by golly, I have done what I needed to do today. And I feel a hundred and I'm going to say 125% better than I have since, since Sunday. So all I have to say from here is that body dysmorphia is a real thing. I got cut off there, guys. Sorry. Body dysmorphia is a real thing. There are things that you can do to um, make it an easier process for you. Um, it's not always black and white. Sometimes you do have to take action to make yourself feel better about yourself. Um, but the thing is, is that you can either dwell on what it is or you can take action and get better and I think that's the main thing about weight loss is that you can either continue down the path that you are feeling miserable feeling hopeless and not knowing or you can take action with your life and make sure that you are doing the little things because the little things are what matter to make yourself better to make yourself the best possible person that you can possibly be And that's the whole thing about my podcast is I want nothing more than everyone out there to feel like they are at their best because that's what we deserve. We get one short life and you deserve to live the best life that you possibly can. And it can be, you know, any life that you choose as long as you are happy and your heart is healthy and you are rocking it. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and let you go. This is a long podcast, but I appreciate you sticking to it. I hope I didn't mumble too much. And if you guys want to check me out on Instagram, my Instagram handle is at losingmoreof underscore Jody. Please follow me. Please like my podcast. Give it a thumbs up if you love it. Um, if there's any any subjects that you might want to know about, if you want another Q&A, please let me know. I would love to hear from you guys. Once again, my Instagram handle is at losingmoreof underscore Jody J-O-D-I-E. Thanks, loves. See you next time.